What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Doc, hope everything is going good with you. I hope everything is going good with yours. You know, we like to start with a topic here before we move on to the other things that's going on in life. The title for today's show is Protect the Children. Protect the children. Protect the elderly. Protect the women. Protect the vulnerable. You have to start off first by protecting yourself. By protecting yourself, you just have to be smart. You have to not put yourself in jackpot situations. You have to uh, walk around with a sober mind. Know where you are at all times. Be aware of your surroundings. See, protecting yourself is not just your physical being. It's also your mental, emotional, spiritual being. So we have to learn to protect ourselves. If that means studying, joining groups, getting education, things of that nature. When I talk about protect the children, I'm talking about protect the children of, by who you leave them with. Protect the children by making sure that they meet their doctor's appointments, that they're going to a good school, where they know the difference between peer pressure and uh, doing stupid things for likes, doing stupid things to, so that people would like them, uh, make them popular. So you have to educate them against themselves. When we say protect the elderly, that means that there's a responsibility to make sure that grandma or grandpa are going to the doctor, that they're getting their medications, that they're being spent time with, that they have somebody to talk to so that they don't feel lonely and they don't feel like life has passed them by. When we protect the women, we have to make sure that women's sports are intact. We have to make sure that women have the right to choose to do what they want to do with their bodies. This is not just protecting them from an abusive spouse or abusive husband. Uh, This is also about protecting their well-being. We don't do enough in the society to protect our own. On the government level, on the state level, the schools do, I guess, the best that they can. The healthcare industry doesn't care. It's just a business. Senate, Congress, the police, the family, we all have together come together as one. If we can come together as the government, the state, the schools, the healthcare, the Senate, the Congress, the police, and family, we could protect the elderly. We could protect the children. We could protect those who are vulnerable, and we can protect ourselves. I mean, we're getting ready to lose women's sports to transgender people, and that's not right. You have a young lady in your home, and she is talented. She has talent that's going to save you 
anywhere from fifty to one hundred thousand dollars because it's going to pay for her scholarship, and she's going to go on and get a free education. All you got to kick in is money for gas and food and clothing, and you're not a rich person. You don't think that's going to make a difference in your life? That's not going to make a difference in her life, her future, her children's future, your grandchildren's future. So we have to go about doing these things. I think that we lack empathy. We lack caring for each other. So we don't go out of our way to protect. And a part of our job is to make sure that those around us feel, if you feel protected, you can rest at night. When you feel uneasy, you don't sleep so well. I think I'm speaking for most people, but, you know, I don't want to be arrogant and speak for you. But that's just a generalization statement that I'm making there. We have that responsibility, especially to these people who might not be considered the most well-equipped to take care of themselves, being the children, the elderly, and the female. The male is supposed to be the strongest one in society physically. I'm not going to give us credit mentally or emotionally as being the strongest. Women go through some things that we can't imagine, guys. But that little child should not be left in a harmful situation by you giving them a male babysitter and they're scared to talk to you. Teach your children that they can talk to you about anything, that you will never lie to them, that you will always have their back no matter the situation, even if it means correcting them. See, having somebody's back doesn't mean agreeing with them. It just means that you were there when they're in a time of trouble and they might need somebody to correct their behavior. And if they respect you enough, they will listen to you. And that's about all I want to speak about on this subject because it's going to go on into other subjects, this protecting scenario, because there are things that are going on out here that we have to be aware of, that we have to walk through life with both eyes open. And if you wear glasses, keep all four of those eyes open. Keep those ears open. Keep your mind, your heart, and your soul open to new information at all times. Don't be closed-minded. Because we had eight children who were at that Kansas City Day Super Bowl parade who were hit by gunfire. 22 people in total. One young lady died, Miss Lisa Lopez Galvin. She died. We had two teenagers charged in this shooting so far. Uh, the OGs that are responsible for these young dudes out there, they were out of pocket. They were supposed to teach them that there's a time and a place for everything. This was neither the time nor the place. Uh, if things fall on their head like a ton of bricks, because I'm sure the street level cops are going to know who these young dudes are and they're going to know who the OGs of their crews are and they're going to come down on them and they're going to come down on them hard and they're going to wonder why this is happening. It's because you have no control. This should have been a white flag day. This should have been a day where you know what? Settle your grievances another day. This is a time of celebration for everyone. Now we got eight kids shot. We got 22 people shot. We have a mother 
dead for no reason. A day of joy turned into a day of grieving nationwide for everybody. And it's just one of many. There has to be, you know, if somebody was looking out for these young fellas, if somebody was in their heads and guiding them in the right direction instead of towards evil, maybe this could have been averted. Maybe this could have been, you know, something that, like I said earlier, just another day, another time. And maybe that other day, another time never comes. That's what we wish for, that it never comes, that day never comes. But we're so quick to solve everything with the most drastic of means. We don't care about taking the ease. We don't care about thinking. We don't. Nobody's teaching young people, young men in particular, think through the situation. Think about the repercussions and the ramifications of what you are doing. You might feel good getting vengeance this minute, but what happens down the line? And I'm like a lot of other people. I don't particularly know their ages. They could be 12. They could be 17. I would like to know who these young men are. I would like to see the faces of these young men. They are vilified and they should be vilified. We should know who they are. We should know their names. We should at least know their ages to see what kind of, what kind of madness this is and where did it come from. So Remington Arms, the nation's oldest gun maker, is uh, consolidating their operations and they're moving to Georgia. They went upstate New York for over a hundred and some odd years and they're moving their facilities in March of 2024. This is going to pretty much cripple that area upstate because they might be one of the biggest uh, employers in the whole area. You know what? Devil's state legislation in New York should have did more to appease this company if they could have. But it's kind of weird that Remington, the uh, nation's oldest gun maker, is actually located in a state that has some of the toughest gun law, excuse me, regulations in America. One of the hardest states to get a CCW. Now, I'm not here to argue CCW its availability uh, against it or anti it right now. I'm just stating the fact that Remington is moving. So the House, the Republican House on Tuesday, impeached Homeland Security Secretary Alondro Maricas in a controversial vote. The article of impeachment was passed 214 to 213 but this was one of those dog and pony shows and impeachment is going to die in the senate you can almost guarantee you that so uh removing him from office is not going to happen this man is going to continue to be the uh secretary of homeland security he just knows what these people think of him at least what the republicans think of him uh, once again, we're sitting back like Bloods and Crips, our Senate and House, Republicans and Democrats, uh, the donkey versus the elephant, and all they care about is my side, your side, no right side, no wrong side. Uh, if we ever could get a Senate who 
or Congress who could say right side, wrong side, and that's all I care about, then we would be in better shape. Because what are they doing to fund the Homeland Security? What are they doing to fund the border control? Are they all allowing this? And I don't think that anything gets padded left hand that the right hand don't know about and nothing that the right hand does, the left hand doesn't know about. Or if I said that the other way, the left hand is doing something, the right hand knows about it. And that's just reality of it. We had another dog and pony show, the Fannie Willis hearings. This is, uh, it went on Thursday and Friday. Did I tune in? Yes. Did I think Miss Willis started out the gate hot? Yes. Was she pissed off and noticeable to those listening to her? Yes. Was the judge patient? Yes. He seemed to be fair. I don't see where they came up with anything stating uh, improprieties. Uh, She had uh, a relationship with a man. Man had a relationship with a woman. It didn't seem like either one of them benefited financially from it. Uh, I don't see how this would stop the hearings from going on with Trump, but we shall see. Hopefully this thing ends soon. I don't see why it would take so long. And mentioning Donald Trump, Judge Arthur Ergeron Friday finally came down with a ruling and he ruled that Trump must pay $355 million and cease running businesses in New York State for three years as his punishment for fraudulently inflating his net worth. Will this do anything to damage the Trump organization? I believe it will, because not only that, Eric and Donald Jr. are banned from doing business for two years and each fined $4 million. Not only that, this means a watchdog has to now look over all dealings that are coming from the Trump's organization. And that went into effect immediately as this ruling came down. This is not like they have a month so they can hide things. No, this person is, this auditor is in place ASAP. Instantly, the second Judge Ergeron signed that bill or signed that uh, that uh, punishment, that person went to work. So he can't move from square A to square B without somebody knowing about it. An audit system is in place to make sure that he uh, doesn't do anything uh, freaky. And Donald Trump being Donald Trump, and like I said, because his sons won't be running the business, it's basically out of their hands. I mean, will everybody get their, or will most people get their, you know, like dream that Trump Tower is now going to become Bezos Tower or something like that? Probably not. Will he have all the things that he can sell to make up this $355 million? I don't know. Maybe he has to lose a bunch of golf courses, some properties. I don't know. Because if he actually appeals this, as we all know, he has to put up the $355 million. Plus, he already has the nine, uh, $83 million for E. Jean Carroll. And uh, there's going to be three weeks, and the federal jury has ordered Trump to pay that to her. So, you know. Well, that that case went through three weeks ago. This case is falling three weeks after. And now we also found out that Trump will face criminal trial 
on March 21st in a separate New York case where he is charged with falsifying business records to hide hush money to former playmate and uh, adult star Stormy Daniels. So he's got these three things to think about. Plus, he's got that other case in D.C. So right now, we are talking about Trump putting up almost a half a billion dollars just to get appeals. So, I mean, either he pays the fines and lets it go, or he puts up this money and, and does appeals. So this dude, with his fantastic idea, decides to drop a sneaker. I don't think anybody is caping for a 78-year-old sneaker. Sure, a lot of sneakerheads and people with disposable incomes are going to want to buy these sneakers out of curiosity. I'm not going to make a review one way or the other after seeing the sneakers. Other than the gold ones are ridiculous. They are ridiculous. You want to walk around with this big T on your feet. More than likely, you're not going to wear them. You're going to put them somewhere. You're going to hope that they like a stock uh, increase in value over time. Maybe with his passing. Maybe if he wins the election. Maybe if he goes away and becomes a different type guy that you think that you could sell these at the sneaker con down the road 10 years from now, and that $400 sneaker will be worth $5,000 or more. Good luck to you, and good luck to, you know, your thought pattern in this. But, I, like I said, I don't think that people are normally, this is just out of touch, how out of touch this dude is. You get these decisions dropped on you, and you decide, let me drop a sneaker. Uh, Am I expecting in a day or two somebody to come up with the fact that he probably uh, violated somebody's uh, trademark? He violated somebody's uh, patent? Sure, because Trump doesn't dot his I's and cross his T's. And his name starts with, his last name starts with a T. He's just not the type to do that. Him, he's not above stealing another's idea and we'll find out that the person who came up with the design, he give it a month or two, they'll say, you know what? He never paid me for the work that I put in to design this. But that's Trump. And his followers don't care. So that's why this thing is already sold out. And I believe somebody actually even paid $9,000 for a signed pair. And you know that dude is hoping that one day that $9,000 signed pair is worth fifty to to hundred grand. And like I said previously, good luck to him. I'm not interested in owning any. I wouldn't wear them. You know, if you gave me boxes of them for free, uh, it's more, it's bigger to me than a sneaker because it also represents an ideal. Uh, I wouldn't be caught dead in a MAGA hat. It's just me. So William Pulse, one of the inventors of uh, Pulse cereal brands, and he was reported to have something to do with the creation of Pop-Tarts. We never know when these major corporations, who really created what, but Post Cereal uh, takes in over a billion dollars in annual sales. And like I said, Pop-Tarts is one of their subsidiaries. He has died at the age of 96. Lefty Drizelle died at the age of 92. Most people will know him from being the head coach at the University of Maryland over the course of his coaching career, he won 786 games at four different schools. Lefty Giselle was the dude with the big ball spot with the uh, 
very flamboyant colored jackets. Uh, Lynn Bias played for him at the University of Maryland. And uh, he was a great coach. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, you know, rest in peace to him and Mr. Post. So I watched the Iron Claw. Did I think the Iron Claw was good? Yes, the Iron Claw was entertaining. Uh, I felt bad that they left Chris out. I thought that Chris should have been at least mentioned in passing. Uh, the director came up with some bogus-ass excuse of why he left him out. Uh, you know, there were six brothers, five of them are deceased. The baby died due to electrocution. Four of the other brothers died due to suicide. And Kevin is the only surviving member. And people that know Devon Eriks or the Atkinsons, whatever name you want to use for them, understand this. And, you know, it, it's kind of disrespectful to Chris that he's not even mentioned in past and not even mentioned in the uh, the credits at the end. I thought that was kind of bad. But the acting was well. Uh, definitely these guys are a lot smaller than the Von Eriks would be. But this is a movie and they did the best that they could. And I will say that Zach Akron and those guys did a good job. I finished off Raising Canaan, a power. And I thought it was a very good season. It took a minute to heat up. Uh, Unique's brother Ronnie was the main... Uh, antagonist for this season he was an interesting character he, like i said last week's show he was a creep uh i can't give anything away i don't know if you've seen it but if you're looking for something to uh marathon 10 episodes raising canaan power is well worth it season three i'm deep into all in the family and i recommend if you have not seen all in the family this is a show from the 70s and might have ran from like 72 to 1980, something like that. I'm on season seven. Give yourself a chance and watch All in the Family. Archie Bunker gets away with saying some of the things that you have never heard in the history of television. This is one of the most iconic characters in the history of television. He is a full-on bigot. He's a full-on racist. He's a full-on homophobe. He's a full-on xenophobe. He's a full-on uh, misogynist. But he still has a family that he loves, and the pe people in his family love him. And so it's an interesting tale of this man who was a lot of men from that generation, who gave birth to probably a lot of men and women who are now MAGA. So you get to see the some of what would have been going on in a house that you might have never experienced before. When this All in the Family came out, I was way too young to maintain uh, the information that was given on the show. And his son-in-law, Mike, is played up as this liberal who is actually a lot like Archie. Uh, he has the same... Uh, anti-feminist views but he pretends to be so liberal so we get to look at a bigot and a liberal who aren't either what they claim to be uh ghost has returned ghost the tv series the comedy and for some reason they decided to have the character flower sucked off which means she's been evaporated she's been either taken to heaven 
or she's been taken to hell, but her spirit no longer dwells in that house. I liked Flower. I thought she was one of the better characters uh, because she was so far out there. She was exactly what they describe her as, a hippie flower child. So she will be missed. This weekend, WWE is going to have the Elimination Chamber. You got Rhea Ripley going up against Nia Jack for the Women's World Championship. No way do they take this title off of Rhea Ripley in Australia. It would make no sense with WrestleMania coming up. So I'm thinking that Rhea Ripley maintains the title. Judgment Day is going up against Tyler Bain and Pete Dunne for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do here. I think that this would be a way to get several people involved by having Tyler Bain and Pete Dunne actually shock Judgment Day, win the title. This way you get a WrestleMania match, maybe a three-tag team like the New Day, or you could even make it like a four-tag team thing for the title. You could even make it a two-nighter. The first night, two teams. The second night, two teams. And the finals, no, two teams, night one. The finals, night two. You get more performers involved in WrestleMania. So there's a chance that the Judgment Day could actually lose this title. The Elimination Chamber match for the women. So far, we have Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Trish Stratus, and Naomi. We are missing one woman. I believe that woman is going to be Jade Carhill to give you a five-woman elimination chamber match. Whoever gets this match and wins gets to go up against Rhea Ripley or Nia Jack for the title at WrestleMania. I think there's got to be some way or another. Uh, it's not going to be Tiffany or Naomi or Liv Morgan. I don't know if they want to do Bianca, Becky, or Jade. Any one of those three would probably be a, a good match for uh, Rhea Ripley for the title. Your men's elimination chamber, you got Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. Now, the winner of this is also going to get a title match against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. And now, let me look at this again. Who would they want to put? Logan Paul has already battled uh, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. I think it's no way it's going to be Randy Orton. I don't see it being Bobby Lashley. It's going to be either L.A. Knight or Drew McIntyre. At least that's the way I look at it. So this is going to be next Saturday. WWE Elimination Chamber from Perth, Australia. Saturday. Iowa's Caitlin Clark became the all-time NCAA scorer, woman scorer. She has a chance to actually become the all-time NCAA score of all-time male or female if she scores 98 points. How many more games Iowa has? I do not know, 
but I mean, this is a woman who can drop anywhere from 25 to 50 in a game, and they're probably going to be feeding her heavy. She's a real baller. Clayton and Cog has no reason to stay another year. I know she's probably got some sweet NILs, but you know what? She's accomplished basically everything she wants to accomplish at Iowa. She has a chance to go for a national title, which I think she might be able to get. So Tiger Woods drops Sunday Red, a brand that nobody's been looking for, but he has a new brand. He's no longer with Nike. Uh, do I particularly like the design of the Tiger? No, I think it's crappy. It looks like it was drawn up by some children. Uh, I, I think it's also stupid how Sun and Day are separated. When it's basically he wears Sunday. He wears red on Sunday, but I don't know if he was playing up some Asian thing here by making it sun and day. And I had not looked up what the uh, important or significance is of sun in Asian culture and day means. But I do understand that red means luck in Asia. So speaking about Tiger Woods and Sunday red, the Genesis Invitational Tournament was this week, from Thursday to Sunday. Uh, he Tiger Woods hosts this tournament. He's one of the big sponsors for G Genesis Cars. But he had to withdraw Saturday due to illness. Uh, did I notice that he had a limp? Sure, I could tell that he had a limp. Did he look horrible? No, he didn't look horrible. He didn't look great either. He was not going to be challenging. You know, he withdrew from from the tournament. So this makes the two of the last three tournaments that he has been, including the Masters last year, which was rainy and cold. He withdrew from that. You know, Tiger can't say I'm 100% and I'm pain-free and then go out there and withdraw from tournaments. Jordan Speed was disqualified from this same tournament for signing an incorrect scorecard. I think that uh, professionals in golf the idea that they have to have a scorecard is ridiculous. This is a computer age. The stuff is posted everywhere. I don't understand why they need to keep their own score. Name another sport. Bowlers are not required. Tennis players are not required. Football players. No sport do you keep track of your own score. It's either on a board. It's on a board everywhere for everybody to see. I think the officials can take care of this now. This is not 1932 where you didn't have all this computer technology. It makes no sense. You make them sign off on it. It should match what they have written down on their card. Any uh, discrepancies, they should be able to discuss with a judge within two to five minutes and move on. There's no reason for this man to have been disqualified. It's an antiquated rule that works only for amateurs. And if you're going to do it as an amateur, you give your card to your playing buddy. Your playing buddy gives you his card. Then that's it. Hideki Matsusuma actually won this tournament. He came back from six shots back on Sunday to win. He caught on fire that back nine. He looked good. He looked dominant. Patrick Canley uh, played a horrible Sunday. He was leading saturday and friday and he played basically even he, he was on the seesaw 
going up under one extra and then balancing back out going to even so you know and patrick chanley is one of my favorite players he's won me and my wife money um i don't understand one of the best putters in the world not being able to hit four and five footers but i guess pressure buses pipes and patrick family is not above being put in pressure situation san francisco 49ers who were just in the super bowl have fired steve wilkes their defensive coordinator after just one season uh kyle shanahan had the nerve to say it just ended up not being the right fit this is a man who defense only gave up 17 points to the kansas city chiefs in regulation of the super bowl that's defense played well they had a lot of sacks could have did your due diligence before the season started and said you know what he's not what i want him to be and you could have went out there and got yourself another defensive coordinator this seems like kyle shanahan throwing somebody under the bus uh nick bosa the jury's still out on him him saying some things that he said because he came into the league with a reputation as a racist so for him to back a black man i'm not expecting that uh i wish steve wilkes the best uh you should be able to get another job after leading a defense to the super bowl uh, a lot of things that happened in the 49ers loss to the Kansas City Chiefs had none to do with the defensive side of the ball. They never got ran off the field. So I'm not understanding this. And Jimmy Garofalo is going to be suspended for two games for PED violations for whatever team he plays for. I don't believe that the Raiders are going to bring him back. I don't believe that he brings a lot to the table to the Raiders. I think that his time there in Las Vegas is over. Garofalo is lucky to have picked up those two rings that he did with the Patriots. Uh, he's made a lot of money in the NFL. But I, unless a team really sucks, I can't see them back in his play at this particular time. I think that he'll just be around. One of those guys who will just be around in the league. I like to. Say congratulations to Vandalay Silva becoming the newest member of the UFC Hall of Fame class of 2024. Vandalay Silva was a hell of a fighter. He uh he was a tough guy. Uh, uh what can I say? If you know him, you know him, and you know that he was very good. The NBA had all-star weekend. You uh Friday you had the celebrity game. Michael Parson won the MVP of that. I wish he played like MVP for the Cowboys. The Panini Rising Stars. I didn't watch that, and I didn't watch the Celebrity All Star Game because I didn't want to see Stephen A. Smith, and I didn't want to see Shannon Sharp. It didn't interest me seeing somebody like Jennifer Hudson or Micah Parsons or Puka play basketball. Then Saturday, we had the All-Star Saturday Night, the Skills Challenge. The Pacers, the hometown Pacers won the Skills Challenge. Then you had the three-point contest, and your three-point contest champion was Damon Lillard, back-to-back years for Damon Lillard. Steph took on Sabrina in a three-point challenge. 
Steph Curry is your first ever NBA versus WNBA three-point challenge winner. Then we had the slam dunk contest. Mac McClure had two straight 50s and won his second consecutive slam dunk championship. The slam dunk championship was pretty much a bore. McClure easily won this. Uh, he's not even an NBA player. He's a G League player. Uh, he got some kind of exemption to get in last year. If I was him, unless I was in the NBA next year, I would take my two championships, put them in my pocket, and never allow an NBA player to beat me. He could have that and hang that over their heads as they hang over the fact that he's really never been in the NBA for more than a cup of tea. Uh, Kenny Smith and Reggie Miller were a bore fest the whole weekend. So, you know what? The three-point championship was good. Sabrina versus Steph was good. Slam dunk crowd didn't seem into it they were into it for the paces and the skills challenge but indianapolis on a whole lucas oil stadium seemed like a bad wrestling night that the crowd just wasn't feeling the heat they didn't bring the funk or the they didn't they didn't egg anything on to make it more exciting than it was then it closed out nba all-star weekend closed out with the Western Conference versus the Eastern Conference, and the Eastern Conference MVP, Damon Lillard scored 39 points to lead them to a 211 to 186 win. Ridiculous. This is not basketball, people. 211 points to 186. I don't even bother watching the NBA All Star game. There has to be another way they could do this. One. NBA All-Star Saturday night. You can have every one of those players come to halftime, get it love from the crowd, give them some kind of trinket or award, and skip the game. Leave the game alone because these guys refuse to play any form of defense. It makes no sense. We had a UFC card this weekend. Uh, Illy Trapapa took on Alexander Volkanovsky, and he knocked him out in the first, second round to win the flyweight title. Robert Whitaker took on Paulo Costa and beat him by unanimous decision. Ian Machado Gary defeated Jeff Neal by split decision. Marab Delavicious defeated Henry Cejudo by unanimous decision. Anthony Hernandez defeated Roman Copley via submission, rear naked choke. Amanda Lemos defeated Mackenzie during unanimous decision. Uh, I thought that Amanda Lemos and Mackenzie Dern put on a good fight. She busted Mackenzie's face up pretty nice. Marcus Rogerio de Lima defeated Junior Top uh, via TKO with leg catches. I mean, he kicked this man's legs to Jesus where he couldn't take it anymore. Uh, one of the fights that I would say was very good was Danny Barlow defeated Josh Quinlan. Quinlan is tough as hell, but Danny Barlow's is some kind of different beast. He beat him by TKO in the third round. Uh, uh, 
He said he broke his arm in the first round just to show you how tough these guys are. He didn't complain. He didn't even tell his corner. And he finished this dude. I think his name is Left Hand to God. Miranda Maverick defeated Andrea Lee uh, via a unanimous decision. We have a UFC card coming up this week. You got Brandon Moreno taking on Brandon Royale. You got Yai. Matter of fact, this is the second fight. Royale, I believe, hurt his shoulder in the first fight. So we'll see who's who after this. Yari Rodriguez is taking on Brian Ortega. You got Miguel Torres taking on Chris Duncan. Edgar Chavez is taking on Daniel Del Silva. Ronaldo Rodriguez is taking on Denise Bernard. Uh, this should be an interesting card. You know what? You have your choice. You can watch UFC Saturday. You can watch the WWE. It depends on what your mindset is and what you like more. I like to give you the NBA games of the week. Monday, we have no game scheduled. Tuesday, we have no game scheduled. Wednesday, there will be no game scheduled. The NBA kicks back off on Thursday. Phoenix is taking on Dallas. The Clippers are taking on OKC. The Lakers are taking on Golden State. My Spurs are taking on the Sacramento Kings. Friday, you got the Heat going against the Pelicans. You got the Bucks versus the Timberwolves. And you got my Spurs taking on the Lakers. Saturday, you got Boston versus New York. Brooklyn versus Minnesota. Sunday, you got the Bucks versus the 76ers. I don't think MB will be back. You got the Lakers taking on the Suns. It's always a good game. You got the Nuggets taking on Golden State. My Spurs are going into Utah to take on the Jazz. And you got the Kings going up against the Clippers. And that is basically it. Let's not forget our responsibility, people. Our responsibility is to protect. You start with protecting yourself. You protect yourself against anything that's trying to harm you. Anything that is trying to bring you harm. Before you can protect somebody else, you have to learn to protect yourself. You have to learn to protect yourself sometimes against yourself. Over drinking, uh, getting behind the wheel of a car, protect yourself from the kind of nonsense thoughts. Then we can go on and protect our women and we can protect our children. We can protect our elderly. It's a joint effort. This effort is also involves the state laws being put into place, following said laws that are put into place. Uh, it involves working and dealing with the school system, the healthcare system. Things are like a, um, it's like cells in your body. Each one does a job to help the whole. We have to think of it as parts helping the whole, but each part must do its job. If the kidneys fail or the liver fails, the body's not going to work in the right order. Your heart has failure, your body's not going to work in the right order. You're trying to build a healthy structure, a total healthy structure. From, like I said, from government level down to state level, down to school level, down to parent level. And, and we do that. We'll be in better shape. 
we need to do a better job protecting. This is a predatory world. And in this predatory world, it's like viruses. It's like um, invaders. It's like uh, having a tapeworm. It's something that wants to suck the blood and life out of you. So we have to do everything we can to strengthen our immune system. Our immune system is each other. We are each other's immune system, but we don't treat each other that way. We treat each other as adversarial instead of maybe we're on the same side. Don't we all want kids to get the best education that they can get uh, without being sexually assaulted, without being put in harm's way, without mass shooting, without other kids leading them down the road to drugs and alcohol way before they can even physically handle this? So let's do our jobs. If you do your job, this is a grassroots situation. You do your job, maybe you influence the next person to do their job, and on and on and on. And I thank you for being here with me. This has been Strange Talk with Doc. I do this show once a week, every Monday. You're more than welcome to share. You're more than welcome to like, subscribe, or just comment. Whatever comes to mind, I'm fine with that. Uh, and I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time. It's been my pleasure once again speaking to you. Peace to you and peace to yours. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.